0: Welcome to A Spoonful of Podcast, where we dive into the magic of Disney destinations, searching for a great big beautiful tomorrow, broadcasting from The Backside of
1: Water. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 93 of A Spoonful of podcast. I'm your host, Evan Dickens, here with my co-host, the king of funk himself, Mr. Brian Galloway. Are you, are you Bow, starting wow, your wow, American? Yip,
0: yeah. Bow wow yeah. wow, yippee yo, oh, yippee yay. It's uh, <laughs> atomic dog for you. Here are I you am. starting
1: your American tour uh, in the fall? There right? you
0: go. There you go. Hey, you know, Parliament Funkadelics touring all over the place. I think they're coming to your region soon. You gotta oh, go. Oh my
1: gosh oh my I god i went man it was the best they're,
0: they're the best they're getting old i have to tell you they're getting old <laughs> they're they're at rolling stone age but um they're uh they they could still play music man they're they're pretty parliament? awesome
1: so. i wonder if that's the queen's favorite funk band parliament funkadelic, parliament
0: funkadelic? I, don't I don't know, know maybe so Queen
1: of anyways so, so today's episode um we love roller coasters brian and i we both love them Disney has their fair share of roller coasters. They don't have as many as, you know, like a Six Flags or SeaWorld or Universal, uh, but that, because, well, really, we can talk about that and why they maybe don't, but uh, they do have few. Um, and I think this is a great idea, Brian, to kind of rate the roller coasters and even talk about maybe what we consider to be a roller coaster or a coaster-type attraction. Um, on my list, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. With one of them being maybe not a coaster, but I'm interested in to talk about it. So, what are your thoughts on just like what I've talked about? So, I mean, obviously, Disney is not a coaster destination. Um, well, but see, but right? see I well, don't well, think maybe it is, it is. You know, no, I, you know, no, I don't,
0: I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't think it's not a coaster destination. What I think is their coasters are meet the right criteria. They just don't blatantly throw coasters together just to get people thrills. They put them for a reason. They give it a theme. They put some thought into it and they try to make them part of everything else. So they have some pretty good coasters. You know, there's a, there's a handful that are right up there ranked with some of the best ones. But then you throw in the theming and it blows a lot of other things away. So I think... There's just a different approach to when I if I'm gonna imagine you're working on a roller coaster or a coaster that I have more on my mind than just putting some tracks together to try to create the most people the vomit. I mean, that's not how it works. And mm-hmm. it it's it's more of trying to get it into a theme of the area, of the park, of the of one of the um, movies or things that they're they're representing. And then making a good ride that's that's fun and something that people want to see over and over again, without becoming that danger, because I could tell you, I, again I don't want to even go into it now, but there are some Six Flags roller coasters that I Hustible. I question the you know <laughs> how people you know in keep that maintained where people don't get hurt.
1: So um, this is interesting, kind of because. You know, I think Six Flags and Busch Gardens and SeaWorld, they are coaster destinations for just like a coaster themselves. You always see these cool like um, Icebreaker, Iron guazi, these cool new coasters that are opening opening up at these premier destinations. And then I would say um, Disney is probably the total other end of the spectrum, which is they have coasters for a purpose and you know disney's not going to open an attraction if storytelling is not going to be the primary reason why they're opening the attraction so you have disney all the way over there you have bush gardens and universal studios no not universal bush gardens and six flags up here and i would think in the middle it's a tie between universal studios and dollywood and i don't know if you've been to dollywood brian have you
0: no i have not i, okay. I have a lot of friends we gotta around, go have one not. day Yeah, it is.
1: It's right under Disney to me in cleanliness, uh, customer service, and rides. And Dollywood has a couple of attractions, two or three different attractions that are would be considered coaster attractions, but are themed and have a storytelling aspect to them, and that makes them awesome. Which they also, which makes it kind of like Universal, but not like Disney. They have a couple of just regular roller coasters with no themes, just like Universal has some a couple storytelling coasters. But they mostly have the coasters with, you know, no theme is what they have. So I'm not saying they don't have any theme like Velocicoaster, obviously Jurassic Park, Jurassic World. I'm just saying that you're on the actual ride itself, you experience some things that occur that's not you just continuously running through a coaster track. Does that make sense? Because I would say that Disney's about every one of them except maybe barnstormers has some sort of element to it that makes it different Um, whether it be the cue to the ride itself to the ending to something like that that makes it different than just oh this is a coaster and you start and stop Um, so I think that's it's kind of interesting that Disney kind of does that and you know, I, I'm going to talk about this one because it's not probably on any of our lists because, of course, we haven't done it yet because it's not open yet, which is Tron. Um, So Tron's going to be one that is going to probably start and stop. I don't think there's like a midway point relaunch like a slinky or anything like that. I think it's just a start and stop coaster. But the theming of that is going to be amazing. And I think Disney wins in the story- storytelling and the theming department.
0: I agree. Um I just... a a couple a couple things there's one Tron is open um, Tron is open in, in other parts like sure. so Tron yeah. is there Tron is going to be a you know one of the top ranks so we, we kind of know what it's going to be like it's not exactly you know it's not the, gonna be the exact track it's going to be um, but it's going to be really like top ra- top rated for the region probably for Orlando I'm not gonna just say Disney. It is going to be one of the best around. It's good; people are going to come from all over to, to watch that. So, and and there are some other ones like I could tell tell you. coaster in Oh yeah, Disneyland is more of the lines of, of a thrill actually, kind of. Thing. It's actually an amazing thrill coaster. Yeah, um, it's also again very well done, very smooth, very easy to go again and again. Um, that is one that sometimes we tend to forget and it's not going to be part of our rating today but it is something that disney did do so disney will do it if they need to it fit into the theme of that part of the park it's supposed to be like a it's supposed to be like that type of an area so the pixar pier area and that area is supposed to have that that like fair uh, kind of atmosphere so the ride fit it perfectly they did a great job though and they made it a better roller coaster than some of the other theme parks. So it is, it is cool, but Tron is going to be an amazing one. And I'm, I'm, I'm curious if we do this again next year, where this ranks, because oh, it, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be one of our, I have this feeling that knowing you and myself, we're going to like this a lot.
1: Yeah. I like doing these episodes where we can go back and add to them and stuff like that. Just like our Mount Rushmore episodes yes. that we've done a couple of and stuff like that. But um I'm I'm liking that we started this episode talking about other places, other even other Disney parks and their experiences. So let's kind of hone in on Walt Disney World and the Four Gates on property. Um Brian, do you want to start at the our least favorites and then work our way to our our top or do you want to Yeah, go and the I don't
0: want to say I don't want to say least Okay, I, you know what? I am going to say I'm going to say least ranked. Um I don't want to say favorites yeah. because I like them all. I'm, I'm not saying I, sure, I don't yeah. hate any of them. I don't hate any of them. They're all they're all great in their own way. They all have you know whether it be from memories or nostalgia or anything like that. Um, I will start with I will start with one that I think is my lowest ranked, and this is going to cause people to be upset. And, and right maybe now, not until they hear mine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right now, um, com- from what I know from going to Disneyland from seeing, from understanding the other things that are available, I will say I rank Space Mountain very low. Is it the lowest? It's it's pretty low. I mean, I'm not going to say is it the last one, Um, but I'm going to say it's very low on my ranking list. It's because it's not a great experience. Now, is it themed great? Theming is amazing. Is it I is it fun to go and fun to be part of? Yes, it is, but the ride itself is so bumpy and it's so it's gotten to the point where it totally needs a rehab, it's so old. Whereas, if you see what they have done at Disneyland night and day, it's night and day. If Space Mountain was as good as it was in Disneyland in Disney, Walt Disney World it would be much higher ranked but because of that fact that it's so bumpy and jumpy and like sometimes i think i'm going to bite my tongue with some of those with some of those jolts that you get on yeah. those. that shouldn't be part of the experience and it should it never was it's just through the years it's just gotten so old it yeah. has to be redone so my my feeling is it is a great ride it's themed great it is um Still to this day, I love the queue. They they've done a great job with the queue. They've made it better. I love the whole waiting in line and seeing the cars come, and then you shoot up the 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 gunway when you're when you're shot out into the into the actual roller coaster. Um, I don't like what they did at the end of the ride. You know, I, I kind of wish we had it the way it used to be in the old. You know, what had the the um, conveyor belt and and. That yeah. that I wish that was a bit. I don't think that was a bad mood. I, I don't know why they did it that way. But anyway,
1: a lot of walking at the end, yeah.
0: Hundred a ton. You sh- after all that waiting, you should be able to 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 um use that conveyor. It's it should be back. But anyway, I understand, and it's not a, it's not something I actually look forward to as much anymore. I don't. It, I'm not going to go out of my way to go on Space Mountain anymore, which is very sad. Okay, that there you go.
1: Yeah, and about Space Mountain, which is that it's actually not my least favorite or lowest ranked it's second to that <laughs> uh, i'll mention my least ranked at the in a second but space mountain if you notice at when you're at magic kingdom space mountain a lot of times has a lower weight uh than any of the other coasters at space mountain obviously not at space mountain at magic kingdom obviously not counting barnstormer because that can vary in weight depending on the amount of children and stuff like that, you know, or what have you, but I've seen space mountain definitely lower than big thunder and seven Doors mine train f- for sure. Uh, I, I don't know. It's losing its popularity. I think it's still a popular ride. Don't get me wrong, but I think just as time has progressed, it's not as popular as maybe other coasters in the park are. Um, especially when like seven doors, mine train came on the scene I think that maybe got pushed to a back burner. Um, it's still a thrilling, quote unquote, coaster. <clears throat> Excuse me. Even though it only goes 25 miles an hour, if I'm not mistaken. But you feel like you're going faster because of the jolts and in the dark and, you know, the turns and twists and that kind of stuff. But I agree with you, Brian. Either we're getting older, or it's getting older, or both. But I think that it's not as a premier uh, attraction as it used to be. So I'm going to have to, with the coasters, Talking about rating the coasters, it's got to be at the the bottom of the list for me too. So I agree with you on that one.
0: Okay. Now, what's your next one?
1: (laughs) This is my least ranked one. Uh, Not necessarily because it's bad or that theming is bad. I enjoy this ride. But if I don't get on this ride, I am okay. And I'm even putting it below Barnstormer, which is actually a pretty cute ride. I'm going to say Big Thunder Mountain. Um, interesting okay not one of my favorites i've i've probably wrote it you know five six times you know i've not been to disney as long as some of our veterans have but uh, even in that it's definitely not thrilling which i guess nobody said it's supposed to be a incredibly thrilling coaster but for it to be a coaster axe, i guess my perception is let's have a little bit of a thrill it's like it's like it's stuck in between thrill and like a uh, I guess not a dark ride, but like just a, a ride, you know? And it's like somewhere in between that. I don't really feel much thrills. Like you go up the hills and then you kind of go down them, and it's just like, eh, I mean, it's, it's cute. The theming's great. I understand it for what it is. Great theming being placed in that land is perfect. So I get it. I get the appeal of it. It always has a pretty long wait, but it's just got to be at the bottom of my list, just taking into account the whole scope of the coasters that. Walt Disney World has to offer. This is going to be at the bottom for me.
0: That's interesting. And I will tell you that again, and I hate to say, just keep doing this, but the Disneyland one is better, but not by a lot, but a little bit. It is definitely better. Yeah. I don't rank it as low as you, but it's not very far away. I have to say, it's not very far away from you where you are. I actually enjoy it. I enjoy it at night, way better than the day. For some reason going on barnstorm going on going on uh big thunder at night is actually pretty cool it kind of enhances it maybe the views during the day it's kind of boring to me so
1: I do agree I do agree, I, agree, I, do agree. With
0: that. I, I would give it a low rank ranking too
1: you know it's a very popular um, viewing attraction for fireworks a lot yes. of people like going on big thunder for fireworks so maybe yeah, hey that's that's an appeal to it right um so I get it but it's low on my list for me. So what's okay, your next my, one?
0: My next one is another surprising one and um I'm also I'm also ranking it below Barnstormers so this is so funny. Um Interesting. Seven Dwarves mind train. I do not think now, again, is the theming great? The theming is fantastic. It is the ride easy to go on. Yes, it is. It's it's fun, it's it's a good thing. I don't know the exact time of the ride, but it, it's, it's, I think it's less than a minute that you, it is to me, it's not long of an, enough of a ride for the weight that's involved. And the fact that it's in the center point of magic kingdom. Okay. The most famous park in the world. It, it is nowhere near what it should be. Now I know the Imagineers has only had a little bit of space to work with. Um, I just don't feel it's it's that great. Um, yeah, is it absolutely. awful? No, it's not awful. It's it's very good, but there are so many other things I'd rather do than go on that. I will not go out of my way to go on that anymore. I've gone on it enough. Uh, it, it's not really what I, you know. I don't think it just doesn't serve a purpose to me anymore. Because while it's fun, it's so quick. You're like, but it's not, you're waiting all this line to get in go underneath and you sit in the cave you get in there go on the ride and it's over and you're like, wait what happened did we even start yet no we're over now okay it's time to get off i just think that that is the i wish they had done something either had a slower move through the, through the queue or done something else besides that because to me um it, it's just too short of a ride for a major coaster
1: yeah i i can see this it's it's at the bottom of li- of my list i put it um, I'll talk about I guess mine next of I put Seven doors of Mine training above the next one I'm about to to mention, but it's also at the bottom. It was coming next. So I agree with you. I think it's smooth. I think it's better than Big Thunder, in my opinion. I think that um it it also gives you what Big Thunder doesn't, which is a kind of stop and pause a, a cue to go through while you're on the coaster, you know, your, your cars kind of rock back and forth and that, that's kind of cool. I think it's a little bit more thrilling than Big Thunder Mountain. And I, but I agree, I think it's overhyped. The wait is always so long. And I, you know, you think about what attractions would your vacation be impacted by if you don't get on them you know and my vacation's not going to be impacted if i don't get on this ride i've actually not probably ridden this ride in the past i don't know maybe four to five vacations there i just uh, it's not been a priority that one along with big thunder mountain we did do space mountain it, we because we did genie plus it was you know included in it and there was a couple different ones available so we did space but um yes i agree with seven george mind train i like it I would have almost preferred, Brian, they did a dark ride with a like drop thrill. You know, similar to like a pirate's how you kind of go down that little hill or like a frozen how you go down the hill or something like a maybe a snow white uh you know, dark rider or something like that where there was a thrill aspect to it. I would almost prefer that over the coaster. But I get the purpose of the coaster because coasters are limited in Magic Kingdom. Right? So, correct. Correct. Uh, yeah. I, I guess, I guess, I, here's what I'm saying. I get it, but it's also towards the three bottom minutes, of my list. Three
0: minutes long. I just, I, I actually, a yeah, two that, and a half minutes about it. So, it's, I can't believe it's that quick. It's just so quick yeah. before you even realize it, it's over. And again, the theming is great. I, I think they did a great job. The, the way the animatronics are, and the holograms, and all that—that's sure. yeah. terrific. I can't absolutely. I wish you could see them for for more though, because they're they're you you go right by them so quickly you don't even get to soak it in. So that part of it, even especially at the end, where snow yeah, with her um, cottage, you yeah, don't get you to see that see at all. Yeah, right. So, and that's a cool. That's so well done. Um, yep. I and I know. Hey, you have you have large crowds. You got to move them. Let's get the ride done quickly. There was there had to be thought in that, but. The, I just, I don't know. I just think they kind of missed out on that one, but that's, that's just me.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right. So my next one, which was going to be under this one is Barnstormer. I'm rating it here because I just like the other ones I'm about to name better. Uh, that's really the only reason it's a very cute ride. I like that This is a quote unquote coaster. Cause it is, but that the little east can get on, you know, you don't have to be very tall in order to Ezra was, so close and he's not even two yet uh, well he is a big um almost two-year-old though but still you know it's really cool that they have a quote-unquote coaster that young kids can get on and enjoy and have it be like a first coaster and you know not like a <laughs> not that this is a uh this is not a um what am I trying to say like a watered down first coaster either i think this is a very thrilling coaster to be a a first coaster for a little kid um and the theming is really cute with it being a storybook circus that whole area is just awesome you know dumbo's over there you can do some character meet and greets big top souvenirs it's a great little area Uh, it's a train station um obviously uh location too for the railroad but that coaster is really cute but i like i said it's great for kids it's obviously not meant for adults and if you sit in even if you you can pretty much sit in one car by yourself and you're maybe comfortable brian you're tall so you may not even be comfortable at all in your even uh one coaster there so otherwise it's a great attraction for kids but i'm putting it here just because i like other things better
0: Yeah, it i have to yeah i, I totally agree with you it is for a parent it is a really good way to indoctrinate your children into the world of coasters i agree go on that it's fun good theme it's not you know because i know there's an amusement park near our house at the the beach and it's this real cheesy little kid roller coaster it is not even a roller coaster it's not it doesn't really show them what a real coaster is this one gives them enough of a thrill but nothing scary but enough for them to enjoy it and realize hey you know what coasters are cool because a lot of kids if they never go on one they're gonna be very scared because people the parents are gonna throw them on um, Space mountain as their first roller coaster and they have no idea what they're getting themselves into this is a great way to get them used to that i I, I really applauded Disney at, as a parent because I you know I wanted to give my kids on there early I did they were able to go on it when they were like four years old or three years old I don't know how old. they were young that was the first you know little crazy ride they went on and it was great um so i do like that um one funny note about it which always just kind of cracks me up is because before barnstormer was there it was grandma duck's petting farm so that was <laughs> that that was a big change they went from a petting farm to a yeah. uh, a roller coaster but it, uh, but it was a, a very good change this is one of those th- that was one of those changes you do not hear people very much talk about you know i- re- I miss Grandma Duck's petting farm. I can't yeah. believe that they did that <laughs> it it barnstormer is welcome and I know i, I you know pretty much every p- parent is going to tell you that it it is a welcome addition to the park
1: yeah and here's some here's some quantifiable statistics of the ride. The whole duration itself is fifty three seconds long, so it's not a long ride, but only twenty one of those fifty three seconds are you actually moving ar- on the track itself. Like speeding on the track, so you're talking about a 20 second, you know, toes dip into a coaster, and it's a little bit thrilling. So it's perfectly timed, perfectly themed. It's great, kids. I think this is a great kid coaster. And you're right, Brian. If you think of other quote unquote kid coasters around the world, they're pretty chintzy compared to what this lets you do, uh, and and lets you, like you said, indoctrinate your kids into the world of coaster. So I think that. I think, yeah, that's, I think that's really all to say about that. I, I'm really struggling on, on my next ones. Um, I guess I'm going to go ahead and mention this one. Oh, it's your turn. Well, okay. But I'm still struggling. (laughs) Just let you know, I'm struggling. struggling.
0: (laughs) Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with,
1: I told you, I was so befuddled that I thought it was my turn. I was so confused.
0: uh, Well, yeah, this is, this is, this is a hard one. Um you yeah, and we're getting to a point now they are all good. Yep. So I'm going to say, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, so Evan here, I'm going to go with the next one. On, uh, it's Slinky Dog. And I'm okay. going to say, I like the ride. The theming is great. It's a lot of fun. I don't even have any flaws with it because for what it is, it's for where it is. I actually, if you look at it, you don't think it's going to be as fun as it is, but then when you go on it, you realize this is a pretty good ride. And the theming is just, a, it blows me away. The theming is so well done. They did a great job. Um, the lines are very long. That's the one, my one complaint on, on that, because yeah. again, Toy Story Land does, just doesn't do a very good job with the queues because it, yep. it's all in the hot sun, and that's, that's the one flaw. But Slinky Dog is a very, very good ride. And I have to... this is such a tough area to rank because now we're getting into the all the ones i love and so i do love this ride i like it it it, i i really have to admit that at first i was like this is not going to be good this is like a kiddie coaster but it really isn't it's actually very well done and you get a thrill um it you know doesn't have anything crazy but it's a lot of fun
1: yeah okay so I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you slinky is also in my number three spot uh I'm, I'm saying it's number three there's two more after this I'm I guess you can't really because if if it wasn't slinky it was gonna be test track but I don't really know what to call test track I guess I guess it's 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 really not a coaster what you think of a coaster being um, the last part of test track is very coaster like it is the fastest ride at Walt Disney World but I guess you can't really call it a coaster so I just gonna call it a ride so Putting that aside, I agree with you. Slinky Dog takes number three for me. It is very well themed. It is a fun coaster. I, it's too short to me. I mean, because I like it so much, not it's too short. Like, oh man, like seven drawers. I need to do something about it. But it's, I want it to last longer because it's so fun. Uh, I think it is thrilling. I think it's how it stops and relaunches. I think at the end you have the penguin singing. I think. Um, even though the, most of the queues on the, I guess the outside, you know, it's, that is the worst part about Toy Story Land is the, is the heat. But as you get closer to the ride, the queue is definitely more, um, appealing. Uh, it's, it's just a great ride. And the, the idea itself of having Slinky Dog from Toy Story as a roller coaster is just brilliant because He's a big slinky and just, uh, and and then at the, the relaunch part, having him kind of like he's stretching back out and launching again is a brilliant opportunity that they took with with theming is
0: a plus plus. I mean, it really is. Even like the sounds and the things that you see and it's a plus plus by, by far they did. uh, They, they totally knocked it out of the park there. Um, I love that. And I really, I love the fact that, my expectations were blown away because I kind of was like, I don't know about this. this is kind of going to be boring and, but no way it's a good ride.
1: Okay. So we're down to two, right? Yes. Okay. So what I'm going to do is my number one is not your number one. So I want to go ahead and just, I guess I will say my number one and let you then say your number one. How about that? Cause I don't want to steal. Okay. I don't, your number one is my number two. So I don't want to go ahead and say it. You know what I'm saying? It, well, all
0: right. it could be, it could not be. You don't know because I, I might've changed my mind there, but, but I, but I, I you know, I have to say the, the, ne- the, the last two that are left are, are one and one a, so it's hard even to even say agree. one okay. two. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. I'll go so ahead and go say ahead. mine. Go ahead.
1: All right. So my, my favorite coaster on property, and I struggle with this between Everest and rock and roller coaster. Okay. That's our two we're talking about here. I struggled back and forth because for the longest Everest was my favorite, but I'm going to have to give the number one spot to Rock and Roller Coaster. Uh, there is something about this ride that rejuvenates me. It re-energizes me. Every time I get on it, I've never had a bad ride. It's always so cool having this music just blast from your from your coaster car, wherever you're at on the ride. I, f- I feel like the back is allowed us just FYI as, as a tip. But I love it. I just love this. With the launch at the beginning, it's just super thrilling, and it is themed because you have a pre-show. Um, yes, you do get backstage passes. We know it's it's that you know pre-show line that everybody knows, everybody you know understands that pre-show, but it's still very fun and. You know, how you're ending it, you know, you're going on this stretch limo ride, you're going through the city, you're trying to get to the concert really quick, and then you arrive on the red carpet at the end, and the, you know, the lights are beaming at the the end. It's just, it's a well-themed roller coaster, but what makes it for me is the thrill and the Aerosmith music playing, blasting in your ears as you're going. And so, I I do, I will agree when you talk about Everest, there's something that Everest wins out on. Over rock and roller coaster, but for the ride itself, I have to give it my number one spot. So rock and roller you know, coaster. You know for me. something,
0: I I really can't argue with you, Evan, on this because rock and roller coaster. I I do agree. Every time I go, it's a great ride. It's very unique. There's no other ride like rock and roller coaster. I don't. You can you can say other at amu- other amusement parks. There's nothing like it. Um, the theming is great. The thrill is amazing um every time i go i i just want to go again but you just, you know there's <laughs> such a long line but if you can you try um it, it it's it's kind of set back where it is in the park and it's kind of off to the side and the thing is you don't even notice like if you don't know what's in that building you would never know how cool of a ride it is because it's all in, encased which is yep. which is also very very cool about it i don't have any flaws i don't see any flaws with it it's a smooth ride it's super fast like three with it's a loop and then three turn two more turns um it is just terrific i do wish they still had the um more aerosmith like gift shop at the end but they still have some stuff that, that's yeah. unique there yeah um but they kept with the th- even the even when you get off the ride it looks like the backstage of a a concert fair it does yes they kept they kept the theming i love it yeah, I can't I have to tell you I don't know A, you know, 1 and 1A. One it's it's got to be
1: 1 and 1A. One I mean, Yeah, you can't they're these not, are, these are there's both nothing. Top wrong. Two I,
0: I have nothing – I don't have a flaw with that ride. I don't have a flaw with it. It is tremendous and it's it is a must do. Like it's a must do for me. On every trip I, I got to go on this. If I don't I'll be upset. It it is that good. Yeah. And I and yeah, I hope they absolutely. don't mess with it. I do I know there's been talk about putting another, you know, Hey, maybe even Parliament Funkadelic. I, I, they, they're going to put another, they're going to use another somebody else, but you can't, it's so, so iconic the way it is. Please don't. I hope they don't do that.
1: I hope they change it to Waylon Jennings. Oh goodness. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> but I, I really agree. I, I think that uh, it's just seamless and, and it's, it's great. So let's go ahead and talk about the next one. And, we can talk well, about the okay. Plus before the we do that,
0: thing. I just want to segue to something real quick. Okay. Okay. Segue. So, but don't wreck. Okay. No, I won't. I won't okay. wreck. Okay. Okay. I'm going to segue. <laughs> so <laughs> here's. So I want to tell you one of the. I think. I know we're only talking about Walt Disney World right now. We did talk about Incredicoaster, Coaster, which I think is is actually really good and it's it it is worth talking about. But one of the most iconic roller coaster in any Disney parks. I don't. I want to get. I'm going to get some Disney fans mad at me right now. But in in Disneyland, there's another mountain. And if you if you have read the book, and I and I hope that everybody gets to. You should actually read a book. One of the best best books that you should read is is Disney Mountains. It's it's an imaginary book, and it talks about all the different mountains. And it is it is amazing because it talks about how they did them. Um, um what they did to what they did to come up with them. And I I think it's just amazing because I love the fact that what the imagineers are thinking when they design these things because they have to again put a thrill ride together, make some theming, do something that's going to draw it and make it different than any other park and every any other amusement park. Do something right. Well the Matterhorn to me which has so much history and, and people can talk about the basketball court up in the top and, and all these current crazy things is such a very well themed ride, but it is when I talk when we talked about space mountain and Walt Disney world needing an overhaul. Um, and a lot of people, again, I guarantee pretty much anybody you talk to is going to tell you this exact same thing. The Matterhorn is one of the, if you have a back problem, <laughs> You're gonna it's gonna be worse. Or if you don't even have a back problem, you're gonna get one by going on this ride. <laughs> it is so jumpy and and bouncy. And it, and it's almost like I'm I'm gonna talk about it, Disney. If you ever see um the Jamaican bobsled movie, Cool Runnings, right? And you know there's a time before yeah. they get the before they get the nice bobsled, they have this old beat up bobsled and it's all metallic and it's got screws loose and bolts bolts all over the place. And then they're they're going down the hill and it's bouncing all over the place and they're slamming into the walls. That's what it feels like. So they should probably rename it the Jamaican said ride because it is, <laughs> it is that to I, I couldn't believe while we were going through what was happening like to, and then I saw other people, the same thing. They're all getting up, and they're all like, Oh, grabbing their backs. And <laughs> that's not a good ride. That's not a good experience. Um, yeah, so that is one thing. So, but, but, also, if you guys have a chance today, shout out, you know, go look it up on, go on Amazon or something and look up the Disney mountains. It's, it's an imaginary book. It's by, um, Jason Sorrell. You can get it fairly cheap. It is a great read for, especially for people who like this stuff. And like us who like coasters, it's worth buying and it's some great pictures. So, okay. So now we're going to talk about Everest and Everest one, one, a, I, I'm kind of leaning towards rock and roll as one, two, which is kind of interesting. Um, I love Everest. Another, that's another one. It hits all the marks with me. We talked about this before. It yep. it has all the things that an Imagineered ride should have. It has a great queue. It has great theming. It has um, a great ride experience, um, and it has a great exit with, you know, with theming plus a very unique store where you can actually buy something that is unique compared to some the other. I love that about it. It is a great ride. It's got an animatronic for a roller coaster. It's got some unique things in it. You get to a one point, the tracks ripped up, you go backwards. Um, that is all great stuff. Um, the drop is tremendous. Yep. Um, it is a great experience. It's, it's, it's worth going again and again. I love it. Stacked up against any other coaster, in disney at this point because we still have you know tron and guardians to to review but we're, we don't have them in this in this ranking um it it it's hard to rank it against anything so when you're talking about the mountain rushmore of coasters the only two that we can say like that i could say right now that are guaranteed to spot our Everest and rock and Roller Coaster. The others are good for a debate. I mean, we could talk about them and
1: yeah, hopefully maybe space
0: mountain gets fixed, but that's the way it is right now. And I think we always have to understand that when we're ranking these things, I like to see the whole experience. Whereas my experience of Matterhorn and, and again, I'm using that was I got off of that and I was like, I can't believe they don't have lawsuits with this thing. This is crazy. It's not made for anybody over like five, seven. Um, so again, I, I don't, if, if what was alive, I don't think he would, he would have that fixed by now, but anyway, okay. So that's it. Everest. I'm saying one, a, yeah, I'm going to say one, I'm going to give, I'm, I, I, it's not even worth, you don't have to even convince me because I feel very similar to you. Rock and roller coaster is just that amazing. And then Everest is amazing too, but it's a teeny weeny little bit less.
1: So here's what's interesting to me if you merged these two attractions together you would create the unstoppable unstoppable of coaster rides because between both of them every box is checked so let's talk about what you do and don't have with each so what you have with Rockin' that you don't have with everest is the upside down feature okay which a lot of coasters have you also have the inside of a show building like on the being at it's an indoor coaster which other coasters have um what you also have is the music blasting which other coasters have um what you have with expedition everest that you don't have with rock and roller coaster is a lot of the um you know Rockin is a continue like start you launch oh sorry you have the launch i forgot to mention that you have the launch which a lot of other coasters have but you have this once you launch it's a continuous motion so with everest you have a kind of start stop thing with the track, go backwards, you stop again, go forward. So it's a storytelling theming ride, right? And then one element that's very important to a lot of people, but I think that's why I like rock and roller coaster better because I don't like this element. And that's the clunk, 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 clunk up the hill, right? So oh, Everest okay. has that. But, and a lot of coasters have it, right? But rock and roller coaster doesn't. So, that kind of it's that's the part of the roller coaster me that always gets your gut right you kind of get excited the adrenaline starts pumping you're like oh no <laughs> what's about yeah, to happen?" right I, i'm clunking up this hill so everest has that rock and roller coaster doesn't they have the launch um it has the outdoor it's a it has the viewpoint right which is huge with a lot of coasters you get to the top of that hill as you're going up the top of the hill of everest you look out you can see um you can see spaceship earth you can see You know, the swan and dolphin. Based on which way you look, you can see other things. So um, it's very cool that both of these married together creates the perfect coaster experience that I think checks every single box that you would want in a coaster. I don't think, I mean, if anything's missing, it's going to be a very small one or two bullets um, if you're looking at both of these together. And I like that what one has, the other doesn't. Or what one lacks, the other has. I, I like that aspect because you're right; these two go on the mountain, yeah, and, and you know
0: there, there. You know, two other things, really quick, but yeah, then, yeah. You can, then you can finish that. I apologize. One has an animatronic. Everest. Yes, that's right. The other one has the pre-show with the video. Right, again, both true. Yeah, both perfectly in the right setting for that ride. So for the theme. Yep. They couldn't have had animatronics; it wouldn't work right in, in rock and Roll Coaster. Right. What they did that's there right. is perfect for the for the animatronic, and and that doesn't always work. But it, even with the shadow and, and how that works, yep, that's amazing. Yep. So it works; it fits. They they imagineered it based on what the fit was perfect. Right. I love that. And then, as and I apologize, uh, go ahead, continue
1: on. No, you're fine. Everest has the the cue, um, but no pre-show, right? They it has the amazing cue, whereas. Rock and roller coasters queue before the pre-show is not that great. You may have, I have actually have a picture of my name on the one of the yeah that's I think posters, that's pretty cool you know? though. I think that's so that is cool. a pretty cool. But outside the building, you know, you're just kind of under this awning until you get up in the building. Uh, but the queue of Everest, the whole queue from start to finish, is amazing. So you may have the pre-show at Rockin', but the queue is is better at Everest. So like I said, they all one one doesn't have the other one has that kind of stuff. But I agree with you. That These two go on the mountain, and I would even stretch to say, and I I cannot rightfully say this because I've not been on Guardians, so please know that when I'm about to say there's an asterisk above it that says Evan has not experienced Guardians, so he does not have a right to say this, but Guardians, to me, Brian, you can kind of see it has some elements that are very similar to Rock and Roll Coaster. It's an indoor coaster, right? Um, obviously it's going to be some differences and the technology is going to be better because it's newer and all that kind of stuff, but, uh, it's going to be interesting to see what guardians brings to the table. Um, uh, because you know, and, and it's less, you know, I'm, uh, I can't wait to write it and then compare it to these two, because to me, in order to compete against these two, you're going to have to bring something to the table. That's better than either one of those two can bring to deserve like that top two spot. You get what I'm saying?
0: Oh yeah, and again, I think so. Guardians, again, I haven't. I also say I haven't done Guardians, and and you know I haven't done Tron. I've seen. Yeah,
1: either. I've yep. seen
0: how Tron is overseas, but I haven't seen this one. Um, I have a feeling that they're going to be ranked. Um, but are they going to hit all the different boxes? I don't know, and we'll see. Obviously, we have to see. I have a yeah. feeling though that they're going to be highly ranked. They're going to piss. Okay, so. Will they make the Mount Rushmore because we, we have, you know, top four? Will they – I don't think they're going to knock – So at worst, Everest and Rock and Roller Coaster stay on Mount Rushmore, right? Because yeah. they're one and two or one and 1A. Um, so if Guardians and Tron are that good that they're better than everything else, they're going to knock two down. They're going to knock agree either Slinky Dog yeah. or one of the other ones down, yeah. which will be very interesting. It'll be very interesting. I mean, I, I – it, it is amazing the dynamics gonna change because we people have their top five or six rides that they talk about at Walt Disney World. Well well, you know, Rise of the Resistance came in, um Flight of Passage came in, those are now yep. in top five, right? And that wasn't there before. So now the new two rides that come in could be top five rides. So it's very interesting we're gonna we're, have we're,
1: to do a uh we're gonna have to what okay, when Tron let's go ahead and write it down right here. When Tron is done and then we have road guardians we need to do a mount rushmore of disney thrill rides because it's going to be very interesting because brian if slinky dog gets knocked then you don't essentially have a quote-unquote kid type friendly coaster on mount rushmore so i mean you know is that necessary do you need to have slinky up there and if so that would knock either tron or guardians off or everest or Rockin'. so it'll be very interesting to talk about uh, that's why we, yeah,
0: and it's funny because that's why i had a hard time with 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 slinky dog because i i know that as a parent you kind of want to have one that your kids can go on right, and grow with right. barnstormer does it slinky dog is the next stage and but that there's no way i could justify it in with the everest or rock and no, roll coaster it does not at all. It, there is a definite line there
1: but yep, slinky dog absolutely. is
0: is right there and again because of the theming and because of the unexpected thrill for an even adult an adult it's there but let me tell you yeah. something guardians and tron could easily knock it out it and could we yeah, have absolutely. To, we have to think about this
1: that's exciting so i'm excited to do that episode super exciting. i'm excited super to exciting. ride guardians i am just stoked to ride it i i know that we've been seeing some mixed reports and we, maybe brian the next few weeks we'll do another disney news update because i know we've been seeing some reports of people getting motion sick on guardians we can talk about that at that point but um, I'm still just very stoked to do it. Uh, I am. I, there's not an element of it that I've seen right now that does not look absolutely exciting to me. So I can't wait to do Guardians.
0: Yeah, me too. I'm dying to see it. So uh, I just want to see what it's like. I want. I want to experience it. Hopefully, I can go multiple times. I've seen. I've watched a couple of people that went multiple times yeah, on the me same too. day, which is which is super important because I like. I have to tell you this going on Rise the first time was amazing, just just mind-blowing. And then yeah. the second and third times I went, I got to actually look at other things too, which made right. me even more mind-blowing, right? right? And sometimes you don't realize that until you go do it. And, and that is, that's to me, that's what I'm looking forward to in this stuff.
1: Yeah. And I think they did something right with Guardians too, which is you can hold a lot of people on that ride. I don't know if it's like 200 people. There's there's a lot of different cars going at one time and, uh, they hold a good bit of people. So because of that, they've actually have several days where they have guardians, uh, virtual queue spots still open after the 1 PM drop, well, that's, uh, which that's, is, that's which is great. Applaud
0: the Imagineers there for, for, for doing that because yes, they absolutely. saw these other rides and they saw what, what happened. So they, yes. they, they designed around that. I love that they're doing that. Yes, Even, me too. you know, I I have to say, Rise of Resistance, I see that very, being very difficult to do it that way because yeah. of all that's involved there. Yeah. Um, but Smuggler's Run is one that they I, – I saw you know an article about how they work that out because there's so many different cars at one time right. doing right. that. You don't realize the inner yeah. workings of that ride that are so amazing. The Imagineers, we don't give them enough credit sometimes for what they do. So um, – Again, I'm 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 applauding them again. That's why I was I was talking about that book because that's one of my books that I love to. I go back and look at that all all the time. I've gone back. I probably have read it like twelve times because I just want to go understand more about what they were thinking when they did these things. And so for guardians, you know that they one of the things that they they were put on their whiteboard was let's solve for the crowds. Let's not get to a point where we have these like even like the frozen ride. You remember the frozen ride where the line used to be so long it was it was past spaceship earth. It was just crazy. And they said, well, you know, we can't do that anymore. We got it. We got to get this thing moving. What, what can we do to make that happen? I love yeah. that.
1: Absolutely. So my closing thoughts are love this episode. I can't wait to do like a Mount Rushmore of thrill rides or uh, it, it's going to be, you could almost do Mount Rushmore of coasters and then thrill rides. We may have to break it into subcategories. So that'll be a fun episode coming up. Um, just, I think this was a great episode. I I enjoy talking about coasters. I like Disney coasters the best. I'm not a huge fan of a coaster for the sake of coaster. I'll ride one, and I'm okay with it, but I'm not going to go seek it out. So I don't purposely go to, to Six Flags or something because I'm a thrill ride junkie as far as a coaster goes. I like for the rides I'm on to have some sort of storytelling or theming aspect to it. So I enjoy how disney does that so that's kind of my closing thoughts i've i've really enjoyed this episode
0: yeah me too it's great i think uh we we both like these coasters a lot i i also feel i just feel i don't want to tell you i feel safer on disney coasters but i do feel safer on disney coasters yeah. but i just that's like legitimate the fact yeah. that they add the theme to the they having a theme to the coaster means a lot not just naming it something like oh this is we're going on bizarro batman but it's not really a bizarro batman because it doesn't really look like that it's right. just a dean yeah. and and right. so this one here whatever the name is it, it actually fits what it's supposed to be and i love yeah, that yeah, that's but right. that's but that we can say that about every disney ride that's the difference between disney and other parks folks that's it
1: yeah that's it it's the care of the storytelling aspect and the planning of the imagineers to execute that that task but, anyways, love this episode. Brian, thank you for this topic. Uh, you can continue the discussion on our Facebook group, which is A Spoonful of Podcast Spoonie Nation. Find us on Instagram and Twitter. You can email us info at a spoonful of If you listen on Apple Podcasts, leave us a five star review if you would like or wherever you listen. So, as always, broadcasting from the backside of water. Until next time, we'll see you then.
0: Take care, everybody. Thank you for listening to a Spoonful of Podcast. You can find show notes, ways to follow us on social media, and all episodes on a spoonfulofpodcast.com. Now that you've experienced the magic, it's time for the most dangerous part of our podcast The Return to Civilization.